0: When you have a lust for fame.
1: And the world ignores you.
0: So you settle for infamy.
1: Luca, for real?
0: Well, well, well.
1: What's up, y'all?
0: There's a lot happening on that side of the table. Once again, always. We are back. It's episode seven of What Did You Do? I am Charnel. And I am D. There's only two E's in that. I don't know why she gave us six. I gave you
1: four. You
0: don't know. I don't count. (laughs) (laughs) The point is that we're here, we're back. Um, and we're on schedule this time. Yeah, yeah. It's been two at, weeks since the last time we spoke. We're
1: doing big things. We're on schedule. We're giving you podcasts. We're giving you true crime. We're giving you life. We're giving you love. What we're giving, well, we're you, giving death. you is
0: consistency. Yeah, and okay. <laughs> that's the goal here is to give us consistent. And special treat to everyone who likes to listen to us is that the part two of this episode will be up next Monday. You don't have to wait You two don't weeks. have
1: to wait. Ow. We're giving you a weekly. <laughs> double episode just yeah, full of not a w-
0: weekly implies it's going to continue to be weekly that's yeah, a lot no, of work this is, not going this to is the, the whenever we have a another two-parter three-parter they're going to be back to back to yeah, back. it's just so th- much easier that way we don't lose anything and research we don't lose the uh i don't know the drive the, the fun of the, it
1: the you know we we get your attention we have you here ready you for here. us
0: you know who else was craving attention loser luca loser Today's profile is (laughs) Luca Rocco Magnata.
1: A.K.A. (laughs) Eric Newman.
0: Born Eric Clinton Kirk Newman. And I will disrespect him the whole time. Well, you can... You can. It's not like he's trans, and you're like saying giving. Oh his, no! But like but he wanted
1: just, his name to be Luca, and he doesn't. Deserve. Luca is
0: a cool name. I met a Luca on my uh, youth he, retreat not too did. long ago, and I was like, "That's such a dope name." And but I didn't. What
1: even, if you knew? What if his parents named him after Luca Mangiata?
0: Oops, that's not his fault. <laughs> and he doesn't have to tell anybody that. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it wasn't spelled that way either. It was spelled with a C. I think it was two C's. It's like just Luca. That's a lot. Yeah, it was. It was pretty, but whatever. Luca Magnata, terrible, terrible guy. Um, fun guy because he's only killed one person.
1: But he is so much and so much going on there that it's gonna take two episodes to cover him because
0: he as a person is a lot. You ever hear those people talking about like, yo, I, I would I would fuck with him, but like, yo, he's just a lot or she's just too much. I always think that like are you ever are you just not enough? No. Luca Magnata is way too much for anybody. <laughs> it's it's this, a trash. This
1: episode was a lot. Um,
0: Everything, like it's uh, the ramp up, the, the, the escalation isn't it even escalate. It's so it's weird. It's not.
1: It's not escalation. It's
0: just like <laughs> it was coming. Yeah, we it, saw, it was. Everyone saw it from the jump.
1: I mean, we're rambling here, but there was like video proof. This is the whole thing this about guy is this wild. one uh, is case, that we had yeah. that we
0: watched disheartening, disgusting, despicable, another D or four D words videos, and they are gruesome, they are brutal, they're disgusting. They're awful. They and show a lack of empathy, a lack of concern and compassion for human life, or life in general, to be fair. We don't want to give too many details before we get there.
1: No, no, we're not. But uh, I think unlike almost podcasts, we actually saw the videos. I don't think people who covered him watched it.
0: So, I... True crime guys did, yeah. It's a, it's a t- it's a tough it's a tough watch. It's like, a tough like you've got to you've got to be willing I to. I'm not gonna lie. I, I I skipped through the main video, the major video. You yeah. know the, the yeah, but the other ones like I was like I can watch this first one. Nope. <laughs> and Then I looked away <laughs> because alright. I am not as tough as I think I am. Apparently, <laughs> so let's get this started. So let's start off off with uh, Luca's. I'm sorry, <clears throat> Eric's. Early years. All right.
1: So we're talking about Eric Clinton Kirk Newman. He was born on July 24th, 1982. Which is a
0: great day. I have cousins born on that day. That exact day. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. A few cousins? Like two. Oh. Huh. It was weird. Different sides of the family, but they are born in the same day.
1: Well, well, he was born in Ontario Ontario. So his parents were Anna... Yurkin and Donna Newman. And they were really young. She got pregnant really young with him. And they basically moved into Donald's parents' basement after they were married. So they got married. Um They named uh Luca or Eric. Call him Eric for now. I'm going to call him Eric for now uh, <laughs> in the whole episode. After Clint Aceworth and uh Kirk Douglas, which were, if you guys don't know. Legends. Legends, movie stars. Yes. and. It, it's really, like, ironic that they did that.
0: So, <laughs> I'm all sure things his, considered. I'm sure his wild-ass mom who isolated them was always like, just so you know, I named you after these super famous people.
1: Right. So, Anna dropped out at grade 9.
0: Yeah, she was not the... Uh,
1: but the she most... decided to homeschool Luca, and he also had two other siblings.
0: Which is the best thing you can do. That is the best thing you can do. Um, <laughs> have you not heard of Common Core? The fact that Common Core is... Screwing up our classrooms. I would totally take my kids out of school if I had no education. Listen, I know that's what's the, best.
1: That's the part that gets me. Like, she definitely didn't finish grade nine and she wanted to homeschool her children.
0: I definitely know what's best for my kids. So, whatever.
1: So, she is described to be super controlling by
0: Donald. Hashtag wild. Hashtag controlling. Hashtag too much.
1: Hashtag ill because she was obsessed with cleansing. Maybe she had mental illness too. They don't say, but well, because I, the cleanliness, wearing surgical masks, rubber gloves
0: sounds a lot like obsessive. Yeah, uh, sounds girl. like OCD. But the you know, the thing is about mental illness is that it is like it can it can be genetic. Like it's one of those things where like you might be a little bit more prone to it if your parents, if you get two mentally ill people together and goes untreated, and you know, then you just have babies and now they're growing up in this environment. And as a social worker, you also you know how this is gonna go. Right. You grow up in this environment where toxic and dangerous behaviors are normalized.
1: Right. You're not
0: gonna see anything wrong with it. And so him growing up seeing this, it's like, oh, this is a problem. No, No. your parents don't do that. Your parents don't wear surgical masks at home. Like, no. Luca, but the difference also is that they were super isolated. They didn't have kid friends their age,
1: so they had nothing to, to compare, compare it to. It to they didn't they see didn't anything as
0: abnormal. Nope. They were just that was just home life. Every kid, if kids existed, <laughs> if kids existed, if kids ex-
1: So he says to a psychiatrist, and here's the thing: before I go on, I don't know how much this is true because Luca or Eric. Likes to fabricate a lot of things. He likes to make stories a little bit bigger, no shit, to make himself more interesting. You lying. So before we go on, like I just gotta tell the people that word. He, yeah, you know he's he's a little bit of a hey. you know just you know big lies, big lies. So he said that she would dress him in uh, female clothing when he was younger.
0: Yes. Right. <laughs> <And Yes. laughs> Sorry.
1: Maybe she was tapping into something inner. Um it also would make him like wear diapers because he you know was still wetting the bed at like six
0: years old. Which if we're talking about that triad, dum dum dum. Right.
1: So if you're talking about like potential like Cereal serial killer killers, stuff. here goes the mommy issues. Like
0: mommy issues, bed wetter. <laughs> right. Drunken so, father, abusive stepfather. It's it's, it's getting there. there. <laughs> it's and getting there. It's
1: gonna be tied up in a nice bow to what happens later.
0: I so. wanted. To, are we gonna talk about his mom killing his pet rat?
1: We can. I, <care. laughs> I don't even know the one that was significant. Like they really put it in
0: there. <laughs> well, it, it it speaks to it's it, what it speaks to is her like want and disregard for things. So like things that are important to him. Like when you have a pet, anything your pets you love your pets especially as a kid kids love fucking rabbits thumper you love fucking uh who's the who's the damn rabbit i'm thinking about uh the other one bugs, bugs there you go bugs yeah. bunny who's the, who's the rabbit? bugs bunny who's the other rabbit i'm thinking about god damn it. why
1: do you know so many rabbits because
0: there's there are cartoon rabbits there's bugs bunny there was thumper and then there's another one who's uh. the ra- rabbit from winnie the pooh <laughs> like, his that name was, was just one? rabbit <laughs> yeah right, shut up and, and, <laughs> But she killed his rabbit by leaving, putting him outside in the winter.
1: Listen, my mom killed my goldfish by overfeeding it. It's a
0: goldfish. <laughs> I, but I was the
1: allowed pet. So that was the only one.
0: But at least she was trying to take care of it. Like well, goldfish have, just No, forget. she thought I
1: was neglecting it. So I would feed it and she would feed it. Because not thinking I was feeding it. And bet. it sunk to the bottom. That's how fat it was.
0: Good for it. That's, that's, I mean, if that, I had to go one way, I'd go being full of chicken nuggets if I could. So,
1: but does that mean I am gonna have a future like Luca? No, not really. It could. No, no. Yeah, mean, it only
0: takes. It doesn't take much to snap, man.
1: Let's not. Let's not. Anyways, he also said that um, mom, his mom, would tie his uh, brother to a chair when he was bad.
0: Which is not unheard. Of. Like this it's is the,
1: not. But the thing back in this
0: day. Where, like, if you, as long as you weren't, like, bleeding your kids out and beating them to the point where they had welts and marks, like, you were a good parent. Like, there was a lot of things that were, that were a lot, especially if you again, you're isolated. You know, where you have no one, who are you snitching to? Phyllis, his grandmama? The the reason why I think
1: this is, like, kind of true is because not only that, you know, they're all in there, she has to take care of all these kids all day long because she's homeschooling them and she's young. So I believe this is probably true. She's young
0: and potentially mentally ill. So like <laughs> True, right. Not understanding what's acceptable and what's appropriate
1: and <laughs> as right. far as
0: punishment goes.
1: And I don't think she had a lot of health. Um, I guess he did say that he had a close relationship with his grandmother, but that was a little sketch too, because she would sleep in the same bed as him from Which is, what
0: he reports. Well, this is okay, so let me But let's like ba- let's what well,
1: okay, when we say sleep, is like appropriate? Not appropriate. Well, that's what
0: I'm saying. Let's backtrack because it's sleeping in the same bed. I there for there a lot of my childhood. I slept in my grandma's bed with my grandma because my grandma was there. So I'm like, I'm seven, eight years old. Like my grandma is my grandma. Like I love the. I used to love to cuddle up next to my grandma on the couch. If like I would like grandma, I'm, yeah, I don't want to sleep in my bedroom alone. Like, can I sleep in here? You know, people do like you do with your parents. You know, it's like your grandma. So now if she he doesn't he doesn't elucidate or elaborate. So no. like was she like sleeping with you and
1: naked, abu- yeah, right? Like, like crossing what? boundaries, crossing that shouldn't boundaries. Because I, I slept with my parents as well. Like everyone right. jumps into bed at, at a young age. There's and their safety parents, like, and you're right. I'm scared, like ruin their Expe- sex life and jump in the bed.
0: Right? Don't get <laughs> why get dick when you can, you know, comfort me.
1: <laughs> right? And, 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 and if your parents
0: wood. had a TV in their bedroom, that means you could watch TV on <laughs> <while they're- laughs> they're not turning it off because you're in the room forget your marriage you're not important I know Unsolved Mysteries was on in my mom's room every night my bad my badass ran in that bedroom it's 10 o'clock excuse me excuse me
1: I was scared of Unsolved Mysteries I was I not about that life that, that
0: white man I was like excuse me I know what time it is especially when
1: they didn't have like an answer I know they're all unsolved but like when it's like and then it's in my it's area like if you have
0: any if you have any information I'm like my ain't catch this motherfucker <laughs> why you got me watching this like I told you to go to sleep <laughs> I'm looking around, I'm looking at the door and shit all night. <laughs> like, and thus began, what did you do? Right, I'm looking <laughs> at the door, I'm like, I'm, I had to pee in the middle of the night, my ass turn on every light in the hallway first. Same. I threw things down the stairs just to see if someone attacked it. You know back.
1: what I used to do when I was younger? I would read Goosebumps. And you know I had a house, so it was right. like creak, 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 creak. That's what you trying like to say. At four in the morning, bitch!
0: I had a house. i was just Fuck like you know,
1: like houses, <laughs> houses creak. They make noises. They make they like, Old houses. Yes. yeah. I don't, I don't know what they call it, but <laughs> goosebumps at four in the morning and freak myself
0: out. I almost, almost punch you in the face. I was like, you know, I had a house. I was like, bitch, was I living in a box? Like uh,
1: I lived in a duplex projections.
0: for most of my um
1: <laughs> for most of my
0: youth. Half pro- of my youth was in the projects. Project. The other half. You were projecting.
1: I know. I just said I was in the house. Why? Did you Being feel some kind of way?
0: Because it was, it wasn't necessary. You could say my house settled. He's like, you know, I was in a house. Your wording is what's pro. You and Luca Magnata Let's, need to you choose will your not words better. Us.
1: Anyways.
0: Like I said, so so he was close to his grandma. His grandma was weird, but also his family was pieces of shit because they would make fun of Luca's effeminate, or I'm sorry, Eric's effeminate nature, his voice, which I do too. Well, so here's
1: where I'm confused. Like he said he wanted to be a girl. He said he dressed it up as a woman and wore makeup, but he said his mama did that to him too. Well,
0: Well, what we need to understand too is the confusion it causes. Like there's nothing to be... So this is, okay, so here's, this is, this is queer act, advocate activist. So there is some, if you who identify has been told that you are a boy, um, your mom forces you into girls' clothing. And for whatever reason, it makes you act like a girl or talk like a girl. And there's some confusion there. There's some gender, you know, there's some gender issues there. And then at some point, if you start wearing those things and doing those things because you want to, there is a difference between just doing it and having no one say anything to you and then doing it on your own accord and having people insult you for it.
1: That's not even where I get confused though. I'm thinking, did mom put him in it because he wanted to be in it?
0: Well, I feel like he would remember. I feel like it'd be worded differently, but.
1: I know, but from, you know what I'm saying? If he
0: remembers being put in clothes or wearing clothes, he would remember who put him in there, I think. Like. You like, nah, nah, I remember nah, nah, nah. I had these, I had a pair of shorts that were way too short for me. And I was like, these are definitely girl shorts. And my am like, that boy shorts. That nah, nah, is boy. Like, I remember like, that was like five years old. I remember thinking, I that. these remember. are for little girls. Mm-hmm. But everyone, like you start forming memories early, like True. three years old. If like you don't four. remember anything until like six, then you might've had some trauma in your life. Yes. You to, if you blocked out four to I six. I
1: remember. I don't even certain things i remember oh, power days.
0: rangers i remember um pinky and the brain in the mornings that my mom used to get up and watch
1: He that brand new young <laughs> i remember you we like, were three eureka's years old listen
0: homie i remember eureka's castle too you oh. are not older you you try so hard to <laughs> pretend that you're that much older than me and i'm like look
1: i'm a grandma
0: you're like i'm auntie age honey we're all auntie age
1: <laughs> and he's the actual uncle
0: <laughs> i'm the only one who is an actual uncle here i'm uncle age you're not even auntie age. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be an auntie make your sister work <laughs> um, but eventually that uh, <laughs> that house that all this was going down and they would lose because they couldn't keep up with their mortgage payments because hashtag <laughs> I, was like I mean
1: this was the grandparents job to do that though I guess to pay for the house yeah because they were living with the grandparents right
0: they had their own house at this point
1: Oh, so they,
0: <laughs> they lived so they couldn't afford the mortgage payments and they moved in they were moving in bouncing between the in-laws houses and then Donald started drinking. Bah, bah, bah. I mean, I don't know if.
1: So Donald's the dad, by the way. Bah, bah,
0: bah. So
1: Donald started drinking. He was fired from his factory job for drinking bah, bah, alcohol bah. at
0: work. I mean, I don't think that's a good use of your time. That thing's a great. If you can get paid to drink and not get caught, do you? But <laughs> if you work a factory job, it implies that you have to have some kind of steadiness and focus
1: <laughs> and machinery and things. Just
0: killing your coworkers. <laughs> it's like, what are you, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, I was I was out here I was out here I'm trying to do Canadian accent. I'm thinking a boot. Like a, what is this a boot? Like what are you talking a boot? <laughs> I, I I totally came or on time, did my job.
1: So think like
0: Peter Griffin. Anyways, Peter. I thought they were in Rhode Island.
1: Yeah, no, but I'm thinking about the factory and he's drinking at the factory. Oh, that was, I was like, like, his like his Homer. Name. You mean? No, that was also Peter Griffin.
0: Peter works at a toy, toy factory. factory. But he was Still like, wasn't he like administrative?
1: He worked at a brewery and he worked at a toy factory, but he got fired. Like I think from the brewery for drinking too much on the job.
0: God, I don't remember. Any, I don't watch those shows anymore. I've I've since evolved. So <laughs> <laughs> Family Guy stopped being funny to this me. Show about, is
1: hostile. <laughs> what
0: Family Guy stopped being funny to me about 2002, um, and then I like I stopped watching The Simpsons around the same time. I never watched The Simpsons. Like and it's, it's, I say, I shouldn't. First of all, it was like 11, 12 when I stopped watching Family. <laughs> So it was like, it says a lot about me, but it just wasn't. I
1: just like stopped like two years ago. So
0: Either way, so the drinking became too much and unfortunately, Eric's parents got divorced and Eric would go on to live with his mama, Anna, and they would move in with his favorite and for all intents and purposes, only grandma, Phyllis. Right. Grandma who laid up in the bed with him and then
1: and he started school around there his
0: first time him and his siblings first time in a formal education environment and with that type of upbringing it didn't go so well culture shock
1: <laughs> that did not work at all
0: no and it wouldn't work and it shouldn't work so kids are assholes i think we should preface that <laughs> preface, kids are if you we first we all were everyone under the sound of my voice where me and d were both assholes i was an angel Okay, maybe to your parents, but to no, other kids. No, I was a
1: devil child to my parents.
0: So then you lied. So here we are. <laughs> How'd you tell on yourself within two seconds of that lie? How did you make that happen?
1: I'm not bred for this.
0: You're like, I'm an angel. I was a devil child. What? <laughs> we need to have a conversation about mental health and mental wealth. And <laughs> <laughs> so just, kidding, just picking this up. So now we fast forward. Luca gets made fun of again. People will describe him as being too odd. To be made to be bullied, but which is the weirdest way I've ever—I've never heard someone say that. Maybe he was skinny, lanky, quiet,
1: scary, and so people just left him alone. He was that kid.
0: But it's again when you have no social training, no when you have when you have no socialization. Like, of course, that you're gonna get into an environment where you have thirty kids in a classroom and not know how to interact. The things that you think are normal or are fun, kids don't think are normal and fun. Like if I sat at home and my mom taught me. That prunes and dates were cookies and that everyone played flashcard games for fun. And I went to school and I'm like, Oh, you have cookies? And then you hand me a chips of And I'm like, what trash is this? Like now you're the weird kid in school. And... You're the one that runs like Naruto and like, <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to deal with you. So he had a lot going on.
1: I wonder what he wore to school.
0: I'd imagine, I imagine Eric Newman, um, wearing very neat, like, Pressed pants with the crease in them and like like a very respectable polo every day. Like, I pictured that walking into school. He's the kid who walks in with the two books in front of his chest. <laughs>
1: see, I see button down.
0: I don't know. Maybe, well, it's, what what year is this?
1: 80 something.
0: Well, if it's high school, oh, it's the 90s. Yeah, so if it's the 90s and then, yeah, I could see like khakis and button up. Because everyone was kind like, of like tucked in. Yeah.
1: So he wouldn't, mm mm.
0: Oh, this is this is this is also this is also Canada. This is not the same like American early '90s I think grunge. Grunge was
1: still like not in, in Canada. Quebec. Canada. Quebec
0: no. is very European influenced, and Europe has never been grungy. <laughs> I was like, they I, did. I've never they seen have, a grungy European scene.
1: Oh, they had that artist. I forget. I'll, I'll think about they it. They have later.
0: grunge music or grime music, right, or whatever it's called. Like but, that. Yeah. but I don't think like. Overall, even going to Montreal now, their their style is so European and so clean and so together. And I like looking back at old photos when you're there, Googling old like Montreal 1985. It's very respectable. Like everyone looks nice, everyone looks the part. Again, very European. So I just imagine him with like a tucked in button up, not like grunge, dirty t shirt, Kurt Cobain.
1: At any rate. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> what? At any rate, what? I
1: mean, you, you could go ahead and continue. He went to school.
0: So he went to school. <laughs> and so, like I said, he was he was weird and made fun of. But even as he progressed and he went to high school, and he went to a high school in a pretty little town called Lindsay in Southeastern Ontario, um, teachers and classmates began to notice uh, and even commented on his uh, vanity and obsession with looks. Mm-hmm. He was giving us looks. He was serving, surmising, as Tyra Banks would say. And then... And following in the footsteps of his father, almost, I yes. wouldn't say following because he didn't choose it. No. Um, but his father was di- was diagnosed with some mental illness and his father had claimed to be, to have heard voices or be hearing voices. Um, this also was exacerbated, uh, through his drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so at 18, uh, Eric, aka Luca, had claimed he started hearing voices. And in one instance, he was brought to the ER where doctors would describe his behavior as, Bizarre, and then he was diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic.
1: So social work time. He was having a great time. Mental illness time. Let's go.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Does that know have a the song, song to go
1: into that? Segment? I don't know. It's
0: like social work time.
1: but I don't Mental illness.
0: So let's tell you a little bit illness. about schizophrenia.
1: Paranoid schizophrenia.
0: So yeah. I have a very close relationship with paranoid, paranoid schizophrenia. Yes, you do. Because I had, my mother was diagnosed paranoid schizophrenic and as is my older brother. Mm-hmm. And it's something where, so basically I'll give you the, I'll give you the actual definition. So it's a type of psychosis and it just means that your mind doesn't really agree with reality. Um, it affects how you think and how you behave. And this can show up in a lot of different ways, um, in different times and even in the same person. And illness usually starts in late adolescence. So like 16, 17, or it gets caught early adulthood. So like 24, 25 and typically it gets caught in early adulthood because you're no longer around your family. And a lot of times, again, we talk about normalization. Mm-hmm. A lot of behaviors get normalized and get ascribed to people's character traits. So someone having dangerous mood swings and things like that or have, believing delusions, it's just who they are. And as family, you're going to accept it because that's just your brand of crazy, you know, Right, quote you unquote. make passes for it. And it isn't until you get in amongst people who don't have the same upbringing as you and don't have that kind of behavior normalized who said, dude, you might need to get some help or are you sure you're okay? like and then that's when people start getting diagnosed or you get arrested, you do something wild and dangerous or you, like you get caught up in the criminal justice system. But paranoid schizophrenia um some it's it's the delusions and the delu- again the delusions are you just not um your reality not matching up with what you see. I know for example my brother when he was when he was really um going through and struggling Uh, What it really was about, he would believe that people in his rehab were out to kill everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, he'd be like, oh, you know, he'd use words that didn't really quite fit. So he's like, bro, last night there were homicides happening. Like, people were committing homicides. And I'm like, usually people would go for murder Murder, or say they were killing people. He's like, I heard homicides happening and things like that. And like... Like, barricading his door with his, uh, with his room furniture. Mm -hmm. Like, things that don't match up when there's strong evidence that what they believe is not true. That was what qualifies as delusion. And usually paranoid schizophrenics are unreasonably suspicious of others. Um, And it makes it hard for them to hold jobs, uh, run errands, have friendships, and even go to the doctor because they're so distrusting of people.
1: And, and you know, you think back at it, even if you don't have somebody that has a diagnosis, I, I mean, I could think of several people in my personal life that probably need this diagnosis. So, I mean, people are, aren't always diagnosed. I have experience working in it because I used to work with adults with mental health, and it's really debilitating at times. Like, oh, yeah. It really is just trying to do regular things like going to a doctor's appointment. Going to become, a store. Right. Yeah. It's crippling become, almost. Like, yeah. You know, I've had to work with people trying to get them to do, like, stuff like that, and it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot.
0: You know, it, it really does, and I... <sighs> the way it works, uh, whereas, so, I... Trying to do this in the most respectful way because I don't like to use the word crazy or mm-hmm. weird when describing mental illness because again it's not anyone's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, paranoid delusions usually manifest themselves, um, and they call them delusions of persecution. So it's like profound fear and anxiety, and so you, so like I said, it's really hard to live a life. Um, and usually, what happens when you're a paranoid schizophrenic is they have one person that they do trust. And this is the problem, and this is why when things like you're, you trust your grandmother and your mm-hmm. grandmother does things that are suspect, mm-hmm. which makes it really hard for you to then trust other people ever. So right. for me, for my brother, I'm that person. My brother will tell me, like, things that he would keep secret from the nurses. Like, right. I think someone's trying to kill us. Like, he wouldn't say that to the nurses, but he would say it to me because then he's like, the nurses are on to me if I tell them. Oh, no. Right. You know, and sometimes they conflate. God forbid they get a hold of religion. <laughs> That's a- <laughs> My brother was like, dude, I was watching this, this documentary, man, and I heard that the devil was going to come in a spaceship because in Ezekiel such and such, they talked about the lights and a disc. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, this is something we do not need to get into. <laughs> I was like, but I was like, and a lot of times you have to sit and sometimes it's convincing. Mm-hmm. People that you have to like, these things didn't happen. Yeah, these you things gotta aren't true. And
1: pull them away from the delusion.
0: And the, and it's dangerous. Once people start believing their delusions is when mm-hmm. it starts getting dangerous. And right. that's when you need, you need to make sure the people you care about, um, get help. So call someone. Mm-hmm. Um, most times you can get someone to voluntarily go get, da- get checked out mm-hmm. and like get a psyche eval done. If you can believe, like, if they can trust you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes if they start exhibiting incredibly dangerous behaviors, like, outrageous uncontrollable anger and you know um episodes like you might need to get the police involved because then they can force an involuntary hold in eval but it's tough so luca Mm -hmm. at 18 or eric at 18 was was struggling man i can't say that he wasn't like that's not something that he wasn't uh he wasn't dealing with right
1: so eventually he dropped out of high school i'm sure it was hard to maintain uh, and he was employed at a number of dead-end jobs, but they didn't last. He soon went on welfare and received disability and welfare. support payments. <laughs> I pulled my hair back. <laughs> welfare? Welfare. You're going on welfare? Welfare. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that was a moment. And um he went to a psychiatric group home called the Harrison House. Um Again, he always complained of hallucination, confusion, and paranoid thinking. And also, like we said, you know, government and religion too. Both of those things are dangerous. The for government,
0: the government, and religion are two most for paranoid. paranoid schizophrenic. Right. abuse. <laughs> because <laughs> they are they are systems, and they can be oppressive. So right. like it's I mean, not. So he's not halfway wrong. I mean, wrong. sometimes <laughs>
1: I'm paranoid. if the like, am so like, shoot, I get it.
0: And if I did, sorry. <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> not, no 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 no
0: <laughs> There's this awesome uh video that used to I don't know if it was like a Bad Girls Club clip and and it was like and if I am and if I was he's like I'd ask you to stop and then I'm not gonna stop and then what? And there is a there someone had quoted on top of it, like, I think the government's trying to kill us and it's like government and if I was, he's like, I'd ask you to stop and I'm not gonna stop <laughs> That was <laughs> just. That's not funny. But no, was. was like no, no, no. But it's funny to me. But it is not in context. It's it's not funny. It's actually right. offensive. But out of context, right. it's hilarious. I'll send the link.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so four months later, he was back in the hospital, but this time for overdose. They don't really say. Oh wait, they do. It was <laughs> <There's laughs> that he overdosed on, which is he was strange.
0: diagnosed. And prescribed.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, another common treat for people with mental illness is to overdose on their medication as well. So, um, he overdosed soon after. Um, and then, um, he ended up being treated where his father was being treated a lot. So his father and him were both being treated for hearing voices at the same hospital the next 10 years. Um, that was life for them, both in Canada and the United States. Um, It was,
0: I mean, it's a, I mean, that must be heavy. Like, think about that. Like, I think the worst part
1: about it is that he was going through this, and he was being moved from place to place, nowhere to really live. It was really inconsistent. He left the Harrison home, was living with mom, was living with dad, was living with grandma around this time. And without that stability, I think it really caused a lot of problems, so.
0: No, you're right. It's just... It's I mean, part, switching doctors, treatment teams. Now it's we're talking hot. about him out loud. I feel bad. No, well, I
1: did not. You know what's funny? As I was watching everything and I was looking at everything, I did have a moment where I was like, "At the end of the day, this guy was seriously sick."
0: He was. He's incredibly sick and incredibly unsupported and uncared for. Um, but he, like, there was a lot of lying involved to stay out of the hospitals and. Mm-hmm. Like, thinking aloud, like, man, if this, if he was anybody else, like, if he wasn't going to do what we're about to talk about, like,
1: whew, exactly. I'd be like,
0: I'd be so, I mean, I still feel bad because I, f- in his own right, he is a victim as well. Right. Um, but,
1: but at, at the same time, I, I really, especially when I, we read a book for this and, uh, we're uh, noted at the end, uh, in the details of the podcast. But after reading the family's point of view and, you know, reading what they had to say about it, which we will mentioned in episode two, I really, Like, put in perspective, like, that's the victim. The real victim is the family that lost somebody, so.
0: No, I mean, that is very real. And
1: the way that they lost it.
0: Right, I'm not taking anything away from.
1: No, but like I said, I had the same moment as you, where I was like, whoa, so. No, you're right, you're right. So, it's around this time he uh, became, I guess, with, I guess, no other things to do. He began his career, um, in the sex trade industry, um, doing porn. Okay, go So ahead. he started stripping, um, doing his career in uh, pornography during the webcam. So this is that time in in uh two thousand and two where like in the two thousands where porn and stripping became a big thing. He became a stripper as well. That's why I mentioned it.
0: Do you remember Stickam? Like the <laughs> the uh the the streaming video site was like before Ubu and all that and chat roulette. Nah. Like Stickam is like it used to be the website where everyone would go, and you'd be on camera. And I feel like
1: that's that what like he private chat
0: rooms, and like you could. I can't believe you don't remember that. But go I ahead, I'm sorry he did like video things. No, um, he did. <laughs> he did do some sex work. He started yes, he did. Life, because sex work is work, just <laughs> despite what everyone would have you believe. But
1: this is what I wanted to say: like Eric was doing it because he was trying to be famous.
0: And he also was working dead-end jobs and mentally ill. True. So, but there, he, there is, there is a, there's
1: that element of fame.
0: Right. So there is something that we do need to talk about a little bit before, I guess, before we get into that. So there is a, um, there was a belief that he had, um, some histrionic, uh, (laughs) personality disorder traits. Mm -hmm. Um, and what that is, is that really, that's really just an almost, it's in like, what do they call that? The dramatic cluster of mental illnesses where you would, um, or these personality disorders, and they're incredibly attention seeking. Um, they have a crazy need for attention, inappropriate, like, they exaggerate behaviors, uh, crave stimulation, and they may act out like sexually, um, express strong emotions, um, and they're easily influenced by others and what others do. So like, he has these tendencies as well as <laughs> to go along with his paranoid schizophrenia. So, like, of course, like, going, if you have that, if you have these, um, symptoms, of course, you're going to lean towards like sex trade work, strippers, where people are kind of worshiping you, um, escorting, where people need your services. They're paying you because you're something they wouldn't get without having to pay for it. Right. So I mean, I get what you're saying, though. Right. Like, it's like so he was doing it for the attention. For the attention Maybe not us. so much for fame just yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to be unless you're working unless you're gauge. Black China and at King of Diamonds. It's hard to get famous. Being I a mean, stripper. he
1: only lasted two months as a stripper and then he followed up the work as an escort but he started like he said with porn yes so that's where like the fame part would be
0: well webcamming is i mean we've all been on webcams it's fine <laughs> who's who, who's we? I'm like, who, 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 like we've all been on a webcam. Who was we're,
1: my mama's. <laughs>
0: we're not performing for webcams. I'm just saying we've all Are been we? in front of them. Are we not? And at some point Is there
1: something you want to talk about?
0: No, I would talk about it. I wouldn't be ashamed of it. Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about y'all. <laughs> y'all can judge me all you want, but I'm like, I'm not. I would I would I would probably say if I was a webcam model at some point, I wish shit. I, I appreciate you for thinking that I'm sexy enough to be a webcam model. I don't know if I want to see me. Throwing it back on camera. <laughs> don't, I don't know don't say, because don't I don't,
1: there are people that wanted to see Luca apparently. So well, Luca's also
0: a skinny white kid, so, so of course still. that's a thing. I mean, ew. there are there are levels uh, we can talk about. We can talk about it. <laughs> Another, that's an episode of what about your friends that's not, what did you do <laughs> but, uh, but you're right we're... he only lasted two months but he also so he did start doing some escort work and yes. unfortunately there is a lot of um he's claimed to be sexually assaulted yes um while he was doing escort work and yes sex workers can be sexually assaulted this is a social it's so worker sad that me, we
1: have to say that that we have
0: to specify this yeah like, like it's so like consent doesn't matter. Just because someone is paying you does not get. They don't buy your body or your consent. They you are, you can agree. Exchanging money in sex work is a contract essentially. It's a verbal contract. This is what I'm agreeing to. And just like sex that's not paid for, you can say no at any time. Right. Any time. So as soon as you get uncomfortable or feel unsafe, you're allowed to say no. You don't get to buy a human being. This is not, these days are over. Kind of. Yeah. That's you, <laughs> like we, again, governments can be <laughs> oppressive. So sorry. Continue.
1: <laughs> no, you were going.
0: <laughs> <Bye-bye>. <laughs> I was like, I thought I got into it. I was like, oh man, I'm ranting. Let me and no, no, like, He's like,
1: let me talk about this. You were talking about his being raped.
0: No, he, yeah, he was like, okay. Um, being being raped as an escort. As an escort. And then yes. he started, then he really started heavily getting into some porn work. Um, he started doing what they would call, <laughs> that's not funny to me, but it it's is. basically gay for pay work. Listen, um, listen, listen. Look, <laughs> this is where I also have to preface and say that I went out of my way to see these videos.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need to send them to and me. Was he unbelievable?
0: No, no porn actor is believable to me. Yeah, some of
1: them are. Like, they're
0: like, hey, I came them. over to fix your pipes. He's like, yeah, they're all backed up. It was never like that. And it's like Luca Magnata's voice is so annoying. <laughs> He's like... Tell me you like it like that, and he's like, just like that. Would you like this? Ugh! I'm like, what is happening right now? (laughs) That is not my. This is not my cup of tea. This is not what I wanted. This is not what I asked for. Um. So he did a lot of gay for pay work, which is pretending to be a uh, a gay guy or a gay guy seducing a straight guy or a straight guy getting seduced Seduced by a gay gay guy, which is a major. It's a major genre. Yeah, but it's like. You could have picked anybody but Luca Magnata to be that person.
1: I I'm, don't think he's believable.
0: He was just like, "No, bro, I'm straight. I would never do that to you." And it's like, "Come on, you don't know if you like it, you try it." Oh, well, if you don't tell anybody, mm.
1: I am quite fascinated, and I even want you to send me the link.
0: It's just the most. It's the worst. I need it. It's like I like it like that. And to be to be to be fair, I mean, he is decently hung. So there is <laughs> moving on from <laughs> this topic because he's still he's still a killer. So <laughs> right and weird. So it's weird to talk about that.
1: So he briefly um, dated a transgender performer. A what transgender?
0: There you go. Did, did I like? It sounded like that? you said transgender. Did, did I? I'm did like, I scissor that? You did. I was <laughs> like, you need to enunciate. He briefly dated a transgender. I'm like, what the hell is that? Is that an alien?
1: Skirt sounds like onigas. something out of the MCU. I was getting. I was typing my inner scissor. Um I don't know how Your to say that.
0: Your man is my man. and his man on the weekend. Don't
1: know how to say her last name, but her first name was Nina. If
0: <laughs> you, you know. know how to say that last name. Arson Holt.
1: Oh, there you go. It's there you hard. go. I guess I it. Guess it. Anyways, um around this time um she said that he uh made bad jokes with during their time together about drowning kid- kittens and wanting to hurt people. He said he would do anything to be famous. I didn't think he meant killing someone. I thought he meant being a porn star. You know, explicit, <laughs> exploiting
0: his sex life. You gotta give her a voice. You know, just <laughs> exploiting his sex life. I don't gotta do. Give, I don't. Do you gotta voice. give us something. I
1: don't do voices. Give me something. <laughs> I. I don't. I need to see a face to do a voice. <laughs> Anyways, after the, watching his infamous video, uh, she realized that.
0: He really would do anything. He would. He... And it's not what she thought. And also, let's just stop here and talk about the fact that I can appreciate a man who knows what he wants. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like,
0: you know what? Oprah works hard. (laughs) Beyonce works hard. Um, Who's another talented person? Um, I don't know. People... (laughs) <laughs> Meryl Streep works hard. Luca Magnata works harder. Like, he went through a whole lot. He
1: did his very best to make sure that his name would be
0: somewhere someday. And now, so he, he, he dates, he briefly dates this, this trans uh, performer and has this weird convoluted relationship with her, moves on. And now this is the first time that Luca has his first run in with the law. Dumb, dumb, dumb.
1: Dumb, dumb, dumb. In June of
0: 2005. You know what I was doing in June 2005? What? Being a sophomore in high school, minding my business, drinking water, running on basketball courts, behaving. (laughs) That's what I I was was doing. I was in college. And he was in court for (laughs) committing $16,000. No big deal. Worth of credit card fraud.
1: (laughs) Okay. Here's a stereotype I need you to clear up for me. I
0: can't clear up anything.
1: I need you to clear up for me. Is the credit card fraud a gay thing? I heard this on gay Jaden XD.
0: No, who's Jaden XD? The,
1: oh, that's the, right. The po- Ooh, I,
0: like, I, I don't know what it is.
1: XD was like, this is a gay like crime.
0: Well, I well, I also feel like the majority of crimes are committed by straight people. Um, just statistically, it's got to be true. Um, <laughs> I would say that most straight uh, most straight men are the ones committing credit credit card fraud. Um, gay people probably just get it's always they always get caught with high numbers of credit card <laughs> <laughs> Like he spent $16,000 on goods and clothes and services and like it was like really I don't sis want goods. you didn't really you didn't think he was going to get caught doesn't matter. So <laughs> he's there um
1: he wasn't making enough money. But he was court. but he
0: was also um facing like about a dozen criminal charges. Uh he was accused of sexually assaulting uh a woman he had met online this in 2004. Was, this
1: was sad because she had the mental capacity of an 8-year-old she was right. 21 years old so and so i'm guessing she had some mental delays
0: right some developmental like yeah. delays and things like that yeah. and so it ends up being a problem and so his lawyer was trying so hard you know trying to play on the fact that he you know he was receiving some psychotherapy he was paranoid schizophrenic um and they were just really trying to say that he doesn't regularly go to the hospital. He's off his medications. These things would never happen if he was properly advised, uh, supervised, and medicated. Um, and so he would go and say that from this lack of medication, he would be prone to relapse of his system symptoms, which would include paranoia, auditory hallucinations, fear of the unknown, et cetera, et cetera. So taking into account, uh, Eric's psychiatric issues, he only spent 16 days in jail. And the judge issued a nine-month conditional sentence, which means you just got (laughs) to follow some rules and you won't get locked up, as well as one year of probation. And his community service was reduced to 20 hours from 100 in view of his mental health issues. But during sentencing, the judge did warn him. He said, you have a medical problem, which I can appreciate the fact that he's very, very upfront and very blatant about what it is. He doesn't say you're crazy. He doesn't say you're out. He says, you have a medical problem. And just to let everybody else know, like just like any other organ in your body can be sick, your brain can be sick. So know that. Um, you have a medical problem and you need to always take medication. If you do not, your life is going to be messed up. But do you think this is prophetic?
1: <laughs> That's an understatement. And how come the judge didn't have a voice?
0: Oh, I can give him a voice. Right. Young man, You you have a medical problem. You need to always take your medication. If not your life is going to be messed up
1: you know what i'm talking about
0: it's terrible it's also <laughs> it's racist towards canadians I
1: just, they really do i, say- I, I,
0: I know i've been <laughs> there me
1: too i've to
0: see only other country you know i've been to i've
1: been there too
0: uh, you know i go around every <laughs> <laughs> You know I have a house,
1: so. <laughs> right? That's what you just did to me, with Canada, okay, because I've you said
0: you know how you're talking. Like I've been there. Like <laughs> we both we just talked about. How we both been there. That's not condescending. What you did was a mess. I
1: felt like it was
0: stay stay in your know your lane. <laughs> so in this uh, there's some magic that's going to take place. There's some Cinderella transformation because Eric Newman dies. No. And gives rise to a one Luca Rocco Magnata on August 12, 2006, where his name was legally changed. Why did this dun, happen? Cover girl. Dun, dun, put some face in your walk. That's what I just <laughs> hear. Head to tell. Work. We're on the runway. Is this work. Super is is girl. the montage part where he changes and yeah. says
1: something. Oh. On
0: the <laughs> runway. Work. Cover <cup> girl. <laughs> work it girl. Chante Sasha, I'm done. That's what I feel. But then a year later, after his magical Cinderella midnight glass heel change, this motherfucker's back in court on a bankruptcy claim, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, in 2007, uh, he had he had just uh, not too. I'm sorry. So he had listed um, his his debts at $17,000, and they were caused by illness, lack of employment, and insufficient income to pay off debts. But despite all this, he online. He was just, he was exhibiting this, this fake life of, you know, extravagance and exuberance. And he's this glamorous life in the sex industry, taking pictures in places in front of cars he didn't own and taking pictures in front of hotels he couldn't afford to stay in. Just, you know, just creating this online persona. Just like some of you right now, and it is time my voice, do get it right. Get it tight. <laughs> Sorry. But then 2007, he got started off debt free because his, his bankruptcy was discharged. So and he's
1: trying to start off anew.
0: And what did he do?
1: Can I introduce Loser Magnolia, please?
0: Who's that? You mean Loser Loser Magnolia? Magnolia. Magnolia. sorry. So, like, I hear a lot that people love me, and it's not like they love me just because they like that I'm hot. What they like about me really is that I'm super personable, and I'm super charming.
1: So what do you think you're bringing to the show?
0: Which show? Every show? Cause everyone should hire me. I am the best person at what I do. And what I do is I bring you looks. I bring you personality. I'll tell you, you know what else I'll tell you? Okay. So I was in the green room with these other girls. Next. You can't spell next. I got N-E-N-S-T. work done. T-
1: next. I got Sir. work done Sir. for
0: this show. Sir. Luca. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My, it was like, I have a deep voice, and practice makes perfect. I my favorite thing about Luca is his voice because it is so forced and it's so fake.
1: It's annoying as hell.
0: And like if, I
1: couldn't even watch the interview.
0: I would. I really want to add some. I'll, maybe I'll do it if it can be have it work. to. I'll add some and audio because you in guys here. will
1: see how close he sounds like to Luca and how <laughs> awful it is.
0: So what we'll do actually is I'll I'll insert some video right here. Hi,
1: my name is Lou Luca. Magnotta is my last name, M-A-G-N-O-T-T-A.
0: Hey, Luca. how are you today?
1: Good, how are you?
0: Thank you. So, Thank right you.
1: away, you know this is an underwear conference, so I'm going to ask you to throw up your shirt right away. All right, definitely. John, how come I play this voice Is lower? yours went lower? I have a very deep, deep voice, yeah, yeah, a lot, very very deep lot of people deep tell deep me that, actually. Yeah, I have a good speaking yeah. voice. So how do you do get your voice so deep? How do I get my voice so deep? Practice makes perfect, right?
0: He's got kind of a,
1: vibe going on. a lot I'm of people tell me that, like they remind me of like 54, that uh, movie, you know? Yeah, I so. one of my favorites. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, uh, his voice his voice is hilarious to me. I think he comes off as super pretentious, super obnoxious, he's so self-absorbed. And of course you think I mean, I wish I had the confidence, borderline narcissism that <laughs> that Luca had, because you couldn't tell him shit. So Luca started out debt-free in 07. And his obsession with fame kind of led him to start auditioning for some reality shows. So what you would what you heard me quote to just now is like you have a really deep voice. Like yeah, people say I have a deep voice. So like, how do you get your voice so deep? You know, practice makes perfect. You know. <laughs> so he, he's cried kind out of for Out TV's reality TV program Cover Guy, but he wasn't selected on the show. He Naturally. gave a candid interview uh, to the Naked News using an alias Jimmy. Where he discussed his work as a stripper in high-end male escort. You know, when you're me and you're as pretty and as good-looking as I am, it's really easy to make like at least ten thousand dollars a night. These guys, these old guys, are so lonely and pathetic. This is an interview. You don't get to say next. There's no next. We
1: need to say next every time. Every time. Cut to
0: commercial. Loser. (laughs) But he just wove, you know. And then and then he started like connecting himself to serial killers that he had no idea who they were. Nothing like just started playing up lies and it's amazing to we me. need
1: to cover this murder too like this, this...
0: Carla Homoka her I think it was her and her husband, her husband that yeah. like raped and killed her little sister and uh, and uh, then like eight other, other people girls, yeah. <laughs> like, so that's a <laughs> coming soon that's coming soon on what did you do Carla Homolka. <laughs> I love I love the voice cuz it's so bullsh- it's such bullshit oh my god I'm sorry I continue <laughs>
1: So he connected yeah. himself to these murders, basically saying that he had an affair with Carla um, and they were seeing each other.
0: We love a bisexual queen. I i yeah. sorry. <laughs> right. But you
1: know, here's the thing. <laughs> Was he bi?
0: I don't know what he is. And it's not I couldn't get that, it. In it's, the whole
1: book, I couldn't I get it.
0: I could be as bisexual as I want. <laughs> I walk on both sides of the road because I'm open like that. As a model and escort, you've got to be willing to go outside of your comfort zone. So,
1: have you ever dealt with f- females
0: as many as I need to How if they're many? paying? How many? As many dollars are in my bank account. Why are you asking me personal questions? Like, I'm actually offended. I think it's kind of rude. I just want to know you your range. My I have a wide range. I'm a talented actor, model, sophisticated socialite. I know people. I do things. I travel. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Next? <laughs> Security? You can't spell security. Security (laughs) won't take me out. I'm somebody. Who are you? You're nobody. At the end of this day, you're going to go home to your little one-bedroom apartment and drink your wine and weep about how you didn't get that job that you wanted and your mother's not proud of you. Yeah, security's going to take you away, too. Too bad security doesn't know who you are. Security doesn't care who you are. I'm going to be somebody, woman, lady, person. You're going to be nobody. I'm Luca Rocco Magnata. I love Luke. I love being you. Luca. Love that you love that voice. I love being Luca. I'm I gonna mean, be Luca for you. Need to do. I'm like, gonna be Luca for Halloween. You
1: need to live. Do this like on on like Twitter.
0: No, that's too much work. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he created these whole personas. He was creating. He was creating these whole storylines. Story of who he was, lies, lying about life creating, photoshopping himself in pictures and places right. that he wasn't, just stealing shit off MySpace. Just saw all nice cars. What everyone did at that time, to be honest. But I wasn't photoshopping my face into pictures some in cars. Some were. Catfish.
1: It's the whole... Some that's, still are. That's
0: back in the day when you could be... We could get away right, with catfish. Right, right. It's 2018 now. If you're still getting catfished, you, your mother didn't raise you this right. This is true, but like, there's still a show. Because Neve and Max are everything. <laughs> I love Niamh. I and love Max. Niamh. I love the fact that it's been like six years they've been doing this and each season they progressively stopped giving a fuck. Like, they've stopped being nice to people because they're, you could tell that they're fed up with people there's being so- this stupid too. <laughs> Every time he's like, there's nothing about this that makes sense, Carl. Why are we here? <laughs> you lied in the email. <laughs> I'm sorry. So even when he was, he was, um, when he was doing all this and making up all these lies, not only was he making up these lies, but people would, you know, people were calling him out on this. And so Luca, having created so many online profiles, so many websites, was, um, <laughs> he created some rumors, uh, <laughs> Too, about these, about his connection to Homoka, and he started phoning into radio shows and writing letters. Um, he, so he gave an interview to a radio show claiming he wasn't involved with the Notorious Murderous at all, right? He was like, this is not me. I don't know who said this, but he's creating these, like, he's creating this whole world of his right. own on the internet and right. as other people, not as Luca Magnata, but as Joey Chase and Jimi Hendrix and Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> and all these people. And during a follow-up interview with the Toronto Sun, he claimed he wanted to set the record straight. And he only denied knowing Hoka, but he also declared that they had ruined his life, these rumors, and caused him to lose modeling jobs. The truth is that, no, sis, you're just not pretty enough to be a model. You won't make it in this world.
1: (laughs) Excuse me, loser Magnolia. We heard that you have connections to Carly um, Homolta. Is that true?
0: Hum- homo- mo- I will what? say about this is those those allegations are totally false.
1: So who's spreading these eyes about
0: you? Somebody who wants to see me fail. I'll tell you, look, there's I know for a fact that I've lost jobs being connected to this woman. This woman is despicable. Okay? I love that I gave him a new lisp. I, was, I know. I was like, <laughs> what just happened? I'm losing myself. Oh my god, help. <laughs> 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 I'm <Come> sinking. <Come> Throw the lifesaver. I'm going. I'm going away. But what was hilarious to me is that he he would continue to go on like television, and do these interviews, and he would appear distraught. He would act like he was so stressed out and concerned about these things. And even they alleged that people were making death threats just to try to get himself in the news. Oh my gosh. I mean, like I said, Oprah works hard, but Luca Magnata works Work. harder. I mean,
1: let me tell you, Beyonce has nothing. What? Hmm. What'd you say? Beyonce has
0: nothing Okay. I thought that's what you said. Trash. Um, So.
1: (laughs) Cut promo. The boys love Beyonce.
0: (laughs) Every, every, every Monday. So in February, 2008, (laughs) Luca, in another attempt to, you know, make himself famous and well-known, he tried out for the reality TV show, Plastic Makes Perfect. And he talked about working as a, as an escort, working as a porn actor and how comfortable. I'm just super comfortable in front of the camera.
1: So what work have you gotten done?
0: what work sex work
1: no i'm talking about surgeries this oh i'm class. sorry
0: so i've got some pectoral implants mm-hmm. i've gotten my lips done these are actually not my lips these are the mm-hmm. lips of cambodian immigrant i met her last week we exchanged them um these pecs were not mine that's actually, this is jason mraz's pecs <laughs> and this is mraz giving i you the real hate people you name. so much he was like and also my cheeks because i'm a really big fan do you feel of like Pocahontas. you need all that work I feel like to be the most beautiful I can be, I need to get this done. Are you saying I don't need to get that done? There are things I didn't like about myself that I beautified. How you wish you could pay to get the things done to you because I can tell you what you need to get done.
1: Do you feel like maybe you have some body dysmorphic?
0: What? <laughs> <laughs> body dysmorphic? The disrespect, the audacity to even ask me something like that. Next? Next. that <laughs> you look like next. But no. So he... <laughs> So he had already had undergone some cosmetic surgery. So he did have his eyes and nose done. He had hair transplants, um, as well as surgical procedures on his teeth. So maybe that's getting them straightened. Veneers, I, you know, you know, famous people love a good veneer. It's it's all the coke and meth. They gotta get it covered up. It's
1: like fake teeth.
0: It's like horse teeth. Gorefly
1: fake teeth. Like
0: Hillary Duff has veneers, and they look great. (laughs) You (laughs) wouldn't even know they were fake teeth. Um, but he's he felt he was an addict. Uh, he was addicted to plastic surgery, but he blamed it on his profession because it constantly compared himself to others and plastic surgery helped him level the playing field. But honey, for you to have a profession, you <laughs> it's like, like level, I blame, level you know. who you against who? Right. Like for you for you to be <laughs> like, who, this who is gonna be your competition. Sh- this is gonna be shady because <laughs> For you to be like, it helps with my profession. I need it. Um, I blame it on this. You need to be getting paid to do what you say you do. Right? <laughs> to blame it on your profession, <laughs> you've got to be tired of banks to to be mad at me. Like, like somebody who else.
1: is your competition?
0: <laughs> it's just hilarious to me. He's like, I blame who? it on. It. But he said he planned to get some pectoral implants and his bice and his, some muscle implants in his biceps and
1: which he needed.
0: He, <laughs> he also- needed to do that first. He was so thin. So skinny. So skinny. And buddy, no body shaming, but so listen, is, look. So this is look. something that's also important to remember too. So there's something there is a lot of there in the queer community, youth and aesthetic is currency. It is. And especially um when you talk about this is gonna this is gonna be polarizing and inflammatory. So I'm sorry in advance. But white <laughs> queer bodies are allowed to be thin. And they're allowed to, and that's allowed to be attractive. So in some circles, the thinner you are, the better looking you are. And certain bodies, like there's a, everyone's bodies are put into groups because you gotta be. Um, So for Luca Magnata, of course he saw himself as attractive because everyone was telling him he was attractive. Or he had a nice body because he was thin. Doesn't necessarily mean he was fit.
1: Not at all. But he was
0: thin. And that's all that matters. The fact he could wear a size 28 jean is impressive, which, ugh, gag me. Right. I don't need that in my life. But. No, I don't,
1: I don't like, it. so are we saying, like, for minority queer folks, not the same thing?
0: Well, no, so it depends. So there's, um, there are, I can't speak for all POC, queer people of color, but I can say that for queer, for queer black men, our bodies aren't allowed the same freedom and range. Should be that. So we, we, our bodies are heavily sexualized and we're, we're So often relegated to our loins and our genitals. So if we're like, when they see us, like, I love big black cock. Like, okay, cool, fam. But for that, you got your body has to match that. Your body has to be equally as imposing or intimidating or aggressive looking. So you need to be a big black man with a big black cock. Like, you need to be muscular and strong looking and aggressive looking. You can't be this unassuming, sweet, meek guy with a nine inch mandingo penis. You need to have like, Six foot three, two forty, like so. There's a lot of things that go into why Luca, like for me, Luca Magnata's body looks like the body of a fourteen year old. It was
1: so gross. He looks sick, (laughs) like and but even
0: but all the point he did was other like twink, and that's what the body type is called, like that other twinky actor. So like when I saw him walk in there and he's like these like this bird chest and these slumpy skinny shoulders, like I'm the straight guy and I want you to help me. He's like, help you do what? Fix this table. He was like, I'd help you if you let me do this. What? I'm not that guy. I could never dick and mouth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like how you uh, dick and mouth that. uh, I narrated it in his voice.
0: But yeah, so the the interviewer suggested that he might have body dysmorphic disorder. Um, And even a forensic psychologist psychologist, later on in the the case had uh, decided, yes, indeed he might have. Mm
1: -hmm. So he had a lot going on. Um, naturally, he didn't make that uh, TV show as well, which is important. Uh, he got denied. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, the, the realm of reality TV. So I guess at this point, uh, Luca got, uh, fed up. He would fall deeper and deeper into fabricating all these lies online. He tried to create a Wikipedia page about himself.
0: Listen, now he's got one.
1: Listen, right? Which is why I was like, y'all should take it down. He does not deserve this.
0: Look, there's tons of murderers who are looking for fame and notoriety who have a Wikipedia page. Don't you dare take Luga's account. <laughs> I mean, there. Are, some of us aspire to have a Wikipedia page about I've us.
1: tried before.
0: You can make one. I did. It did take it down. They took it down. Yeah, like back when I was in like college though. They were like back when was, what like, have videos. you done though, sis? Like, yeah, I, not was, per- I had
1: done nothing. Just, you're not a, a person
0: had... of interest. I just, Why would I you
1: literally had done nothing before podcast? <laughs> D,
0: D attends <laughs> I'm better than this university <laughs> in whatchamacallit, call it Connecticut and
1: <laughs> It was when I was in Fordham actually, so
0: <laughs> Hashtag Shlai Fordham. So Luca <laughs> was failing in porn, he was failing as an escort, he was failing in reality TV. So, Luca's behavior and need and thirst and lust for the limelight and for notoriety escalated. And he may or may not have turned to YouTube. Right. And in these moments, fall of 2010, not too long ago, guys. Very, very, very recently. Yeah, this is
1: really recently.
0: So, in 2010, mysteriously, a video called Three Guys, One Hammer appeared on the internet and it showed a man being beaten to death. And can you guess with (laughs) three guys and one hammer, um, and then, in the same in the same vein, um, Lucas started posting conflicting information about him being in Los Angeles, him being in Miami, him being in San Diego, Paris, Moscow, to kind of throw people off from this video. Like this isn't like just trying to get the shock and awe value. And at this point, websites like Best Gore and thing were really blowing up. Like these gross right, websites these... that true crime folks love. Right. <laughs> so I cannot
1: partake. But I've yes. seen
0: it. I've been there. i have not for like some crime scene stuff. I have. Mm. Like, you can find his crime scene photos up there. Yeah, I know. And if you Google it, it'll show up. Best yeah, I mean, line. I
1: did for this one.
0: So there's that. And then not a couple months later, this is where Luca becomes a problem. A bigger problem.
1: The biggest. So he... Uh, it's also
0: the one that hurts me the most.
1: Right. Um. He posts a video called One Boy, Two Kittens on YouTube.
0: Well, we don't know if it was him yet, but... It was a masked man. <laughs> it was a
1: it was a man in a he was in a hoodie. Yep, in a yeah, hoodie. In a hoodie. Um, uh, you could go ahead and scrub oh, the video. This is not fair because I, I'm the, the, the only one who owns you have, a
0: cat. But so I am a
1: dog. I can't.
0: <laughs> and I've had my cat since she was a kitten, and okay. it hurts my feet. I got it. I'm already here now sure? because I've had to watch it. Okay. And every time, and every time my cat walks by, I'm like, you know how good you've got it. <laughs> You could have been Luca Magnata's cat, <laughs> like. Um, but yet you're here with me. I, I feed you treats every day. You get wet food. You get scratches under your chin. Be grateful, you. Like you do. <laughs> you do nothing in my house. Uh, so, to, so the video starts off with this hooded man um, playing the two kittens, which fucking pisses me off to no end. Right. Like really, bro? You're gonna you play? Go you're gonna play with them and right. like play with the little one to make them feel happy. And then proceeds to put them in a plastic bag. It pisses me off so much. You want and then, me? I I've got it, it. it. It's my cat. It's not my cat didn't go through this. My I cat know, just gets so, squirted like, with a water I, bottle I, every now and then. We don't have to go into too I'm much. Already, we have to go. in. It's a true uh, crime show. I Why can't. wouldn't we go into detail? So cover your ears. So he puts them in a plastic bag and uses a vacuum to suck the air out and suffocate them. Now this, this is when I mean, we talk about people who work hard, we have to talk about um this infuriated animal rights activists. You yeah, want to, the you, people you don't want to piss off. Yo, Gay white people and animal, animal activists.
1: activists. Yo, y'all go hard for some animals more than you do for some black people. I'm just saying, y'all animal you rights. You do not,
0: you do not want to piss off animal rights people because they are vigilant. And so this, so they, there's a, a Facebook page that got started called, uh, find the vacuum kitten killer. And it grew to like 4,000 people in like a week. It was like this is this incredible people. And not only that. Mm-hmm. But animal, the Animal Protection Group Rescue, Inc. offered $5,000 $5, yeah, for fair. information leading to the, uh I'm going to call them the VKK. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Stupid.
0: And not only that, then the Anima Beta Project shows up. And these people talk about people working harder. Work, Luca Magnata I'm works t- hard. Right. But the Animal Beta Project works harder. They were investigating. Frame by frame. frame by yo. Frame. they went
1: through that so <laughs> hard and linked it to Luca.
0: And they found it. They were like, oh yeah. So then because a pic of Mag- Magnata, uh, hit the web of him holding the same two cats. Right. He's taunting these people. Yes, He's like, he is. Come find me. And then he started, they, so they received an anonymous email. <laughs> um from a person saying this person in the video was him and it was marked that it came from Hollywood. And so I mean, then he started adding all these um all these other profiles and dozens of websites with all these backgrounds. Like he had Russian, Russian mob connections and again this Photoshop images of him in all these other places and until until the uh the AEP uh the I'm sorry, the A P B P the Animal uh, Beta that, Project. Yes. Found a photo that was confirmed to be that Luca was actually in Toronto because it was geotagged. But this was on purpose. It had to be. Right, yeah, he had to. And so it gets worse, guys. I'll, I'll go through all the kitten stuff because my heart. So in December 2011, after all this, and they couldn't, the police couldn't pin anything to him because they had no real evidence. Evidence, right. They, like, these animal rights groups, again, working harder than the police. Right. Um, so they couldn't pin it to him. So he strikes again, December 2011. This time, he feeds a live kitten to a python. Gets worse. Then, he takes another kitten to a broom and drowns it. And then he started planning fake stories online saying how he was running to Russia. And just, again, like, just creating this whole online persona. And, like, first of all, how do you have the time? I've got four podcasts, and I am ragged right now. The fact that he's 78 different people and is okay. (laughs) I mean, me
1: he was unemployed he really wa- wasn't
0: luca magnato works you hear me <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> it's usually the people that are unemployed are sitting in front of the computer like catfishing people so he had time
0: you're right though
1: <laughs> like let's be real so um he lists a whole bunch of uh i guess a group found him and lists a whole bunch of his alias aliases as well Yes. To add to the case, their video went um, viral. They made a video. It just
0: went viral, in Kendrick. In the
1: UK. Just
0: be humble. <laughs> Sit um, down. <laughs>
1: a story is on the UK Sun. I sometimes read that. On December 8th about uh, Luca and tipping off his whereabouts. Um, and then a reporter named Alex West confronted Luca two days later. And the Sun received an email from John Kilbride. Was one of the victims of the um what Moors the Morris murders yeah in England. In England.
0: <clears throat> so this but is but at the time favorite. they thought it was Luca. Of course, they thought it was Luca. It was because Luca was the one who's he was the problem with Luca is that Luca is facilitating all this. This it's not, Luca is out in front of all of this. This right. isn't like people he right. people are catching up to him. Right, and so they so they get this they get this email from someone they believe to be Luca, which is confirmed in November twenty fourteen that it was him, mm-hmm. and. and It states such. Mm -hmm. Well, I have to say goodbye for now. But don't worry. In the near future, you'll be hearing from me again. This time, however, the victims won't be small animals. I will, however, send you a copy of the new video I'm going to be making. You see, killing is different than smoking. With smoking, you can actually just quit. Once you kill and taste blood, it is impossible to stop The urge is just too strong not to continue. You have some very sexy journalists at your paper.
1: (laughs) Where where does this come from?
0: I have one I'm very keen on now. He was very sexy. You know, the fun part of all this is watching millions of people get angry and frustrating because they can't catch me. And that's why I love this. I love the risk factor. (laughs) It's so much fun watching people work so hard gathering all the evidence and not being able to name me or catch me. You see, I always win. I always hold the trump card. I will always continue to make more movies. London is wonderful because all the people are so stupid. It's easy. So I have to disappear for a while, okay? You know, until people quit bothering me. But next time you hear from me, it will be in a movie I'm producing that will have some humans in it, not just pussies. The things I've seen and things I've done, you can only imagine. Well, it was fun fucking around with everybody. So have a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. I know I will. Getting away with all this? Now that's genius. Signed, yours truly. Or is it?
1: (laughs) So I guess he wrote this letter as this other guy.
0: (laughs) John Kilbride. So it's it's obviously Luca Magnata. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Trying to stun in these hoes. All,
1: all the signs of
0: Luca. He's just taunting you like, you can't catch me. You can't catch me. And now this is where it gets funny because they are, people are actually closing in on Luca Magnata. Right. It's not like, he, Luca is, like Luca isn't there. So the ABP, the Animal Beta Project, they sent all this information, all their evidence, all the things they've compiled, and they sent it to police. And once again, nothing happened. Mm-mm. So he's lived in this crazy fake world this entire time. But he has no paper trails anywhere. He doesn't use credit cards. He doesn't do anything. But, but, talking about, again, animal rights people work so hard. They do. So they analyze a photo of Magnata online, and they use landmarks in the photo to track them. To go so far as using Google Maps to identify light light, <laughs> light poles unique to Montreal. Like mm-hmm. that.
1: <laughs> you know, this kind of reminds you of me and my, my co-workers telling me I'm really good at researching people like to this extent.
0: Like, finding, like, people they're interested yeah, in. Find, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like if, very Jessica Jones if, Like them. You're, if
1: you're, like, dating somebody, I'm the person to go to because I'll give you the whole history before you go on this date.
0: But now, this is what happened. So, now they're closing in. And just when they thought they got him, just when they thought they had back Magnata Matt- into a corner, they reach out to his landlord. And it turns out Magnata Matt- had moved out two weeks ago. They just missed him by- You know, like-
1: the um coyote and um Roadrunner yeah. just missed him by Got,
0: like I just pictured like, the guy with the like the, the, the Fisher guy with the dollar in the end of it's like oh you gotta be quicker than that. <laughs> right? Like the fact that they missed him by two weeks, like I'm saying, like you could say he was he was not well, but Luca was
1: Clever as at, hell
0: out in front of all this. He facilitated everything. There was nothing they were doing that he wasn't expecting, and that's what makes it creepy. And, and he crazy. didn't
1: do this with any help. There's on no, his own On his own <laughs> like,
0: Luke like the police work hard, but Luca Magnata works harder and says <laughs> where we are. But what's what's hilarious is that um not hilarious, but weird, is also around this same time a video of images of Luca hit the internet asking for people to find this serial killer, quote unquote. And it's believed to have been posted by him, it included warnings like, Don't approach Magnata. He's a dangerous psychopath. <laughs> and I'm why keep making fun of him? But also, he also ends up getting, um, he ends up getting diagnosed with borderline personality disorder this same month at a, uh, at a, uh, at the Jewish uh, General Hospital in Montreal by a doctor, Joel Paris. He ends up getting an assessment done, which is like because, again, Luca is still around people who see him as being unwell. Mm-hmm. And of course, you get caught out. But he didn't disclose his prior diagnosis of paranoid schizophrenia. Right. Because he feared hospitalization or capture, right? right. <laughs> so, of course, he lies. And for those of you guys who don't know, who borderline personality disorder, social, social worker time. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> it's a mental illness. It's marked by an ongoing pattern of varying moods, so self-image and behavior. Uh, symptoms often result in impulsive actions and problems in relationships. People with uh, borderline personality disorder may experience intense episodes of anger, depression, and anxiety that can last from a few hours to days. So, it's uh, a...
1: <laughs> Another one I have experience with. Um, This one is... I think it's those two. Paranoid schizophrenia and borderline, borderline are two that uh, are very exhaustive for people who have loved ones to deal with. Um, borderline, um, they will tell you anything to make you believe a story that they have. They, they really will. They will go to no lengths. Um, and they are always the victim. No oh, matter yeah. what, borderlines are always the victim. Um, and I've worked again closely with them. I just have a tendency to reality check with people and it, it helps, but I do it respectfully.
0: It's, un, it's, but, it's difficult though to do it with people whose reality is not reality. Reality,
1: right. Especially and pulling if you them hear out that. of that is an, so a lot of people that work with like me, I've, I've, I've seen coworkers, they get burned out. You know, you get burned out easy working with paranoid schizophrenia and borderline. It's not easy diagnosis.
0: It's not at all. And no. What's but also to keep and in he mind, he had both. Yeah, to keep in <laughs> mind. So there's there's something like there's something once once you start pairing schizophrenia with personality disorders and mood disorders, it becomes a whole other thing. It's right. like schizoaffective disorder. It's right. when your your brain is just not functioning at all in the in the real tangible like evidential like. <laughs> reality that, like, that's here in front of it, that everyone else is experiencing. And it's dangerous for you, I think, more so than anybody else, because, again, once your behavior starts escalating, um, someone's going to end up hurt. And in this particular instance, someone did. Mm-hmm. We meet our victim. Mm-hmm. We meet Lin June. Lin
1: June.
0: Sometimes known as Justin Lin to the local whites in Montreal, because that sometimes can't it's- can't
1: say his name, because that's what
0: y'all do. No, Asians do that. So, um, because i i had a I my first time meeting someone like that was i worked with someone about eight years ago and her she went by debbie and her name definitely was not debbie um not because she's asian but because she said that her name was like it was her chosen name she went by because it made it easier yeah
1: yeah yeah Some for people because people you know yeah.
0: and so like i'm sure going by justin lynn was just easier and justin lynn was he was a he was a he was a nice kid <laughs> it's, it's It sucks so bad because this kid really was nice.
1: When I say, like, he was just, you're a guy who really aspired to do more and to help out his family.
0: Right. So he came from China. Yeah. He was from China and exchanged, not exchanged exchange, more like a transfer student. Um, and he just really wanted to make things have better for his family. He'd moved to Montreal in July of 2011. He started going to Concordia University, which is on Mason Ave. Shout out to Montreal. <laughs> Sorry. I love that place. They have
1: high taxes. And
0: man. he was, yeah, they do. It is really high, but it's yeah. also the exchange rate is like, Left. Yeah, the our dollar, like Canadian dollar, is like one twenty something there, like it's one twenty seven. So you get like a thirty percent discount and everything. It doesn't matter. So, <laughs> so and he he's, he was there as an engineering and uh, computer science student. And after graduating, he really planned on finding a job to help his parents and his family. And it's just it's just disgusting. And he was just dedicated. Um, he manages time well. All his, all his friends say that he did. He managed between work and school. School That he just, which is something we can't do. I'm 28 and I, I'm I'm struggling to do it now.
1: Please, you got four podcasts. Like, don't even, don't. But
0: I'm struggling to, to juggle all of it. But he worked time at part-time at a convenience store and, you know, in a in a tough Montreal neighborhood. But it's, well,
1: what's amazing is that you came from another you know, country and you did this. Yeah. That's what's amazing.
0: And his boss even described him as polite, friendly, and a model employee. He never missed a shift until the day of his disappearance. But that, uh, that potential would be crushed. That bright light would be uh, extinguished Damn the day forever. he met this bastard Luca Magnata. <sighs> oh, man. So... <sighs> I feel like we should leave it here.
1: Yeah, I, I think this so.
0: is uh this is where we break off. This is where we end. This is where we leave you guys.
1: Yes, it's uh, gonna get unfortunate in the next. It's episode. gonna get worse. This yeah, is worse. It, this is. So There's no coming down. from Please prepare yourself for the next part because if you think the cats are bad, this is a disclaimer. This is a warning. I'm not worse. giving you
0: any details about what's coming, but I'm saying just I am saying. mean, a good if you're, if you're terrible as I am, when it comes to true crime podcasts, and I don't want to wait the week, I just start Googling and that ruins like the mystique. Everything. So I try not to. So don't Google it. If you've never heard of this before, cause a lot All of people right. don't know who Luca Magnata is. And I knew who he was obviously before we chose him, but mm. this is a wild story. Obviously Luca has had some problems. Luca is like, he's ramping up. He's losing it. He's out of touch. Excuse me. Out of touch. Obviously.
1: This is just one of those stories where, like, it's like I said, there's one victim, but it's so much. It's so unfortunate. There's so many aspects to it with mental health, and the story of the victim, which is also sad. It's like you're mourning so much.
0: Well, this is you know what this is one of my favorite cases that we can do, because like there's something special about us doing things that involve like childhood trauma and mental health. Right.
1: Because- um that's
0: why I like Michelle Blair so much. Is because like right. a lot of it just like this, a lot of this is confession and a lot of this is in like once you get to the once you get to the uh the Lin June part of it where it's mm-hmm. very evidence based right. and it's very factual. These these are things that really happen. Yeah, this
1: just happened. The right. rest
0: of it is all like, you know, <laughs> like videos and his words everyone else's words right. knowing that the underlying problem is mental illness knowing that mm-hmm. and also like we haven't heard much about uh like magnata's parents but we right <laughs> we will right. um it's just there's just so much going on in this case and it's, these are my favorites like You're i same, went to, like same. criminology was my like undergrad and then like, i want i'm going for forensic mental mm-hmm. health now so it's mm-hmm. just like these are things that i love Talking about, and I want to know more about. So I love cases like this. Yeah. But we got to wrap this up because it is it's late night on a Sunday. All right. So where so can they find you? You guys can find me on the interwebs. I'm all over the internet. Everywhere. Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. I love the fact he, he puts inflection where it doesn't need to be. And that's why... Like, <laughs> It's like Snapchat. It's like so hard for him to say words. I and mean, when you see him talk, like it looks like he struggles he to speak. It looks like he's trying to remember how to be human. And that's what fucks me right, up. Right, right. He's like, people talk like this, right? <laughs> it's like the roach from Men in Black. Sugar water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he's just trying to pretend yeah. to be human. Just he's roaching in like- a human body, which you might be. Um, I just picture him as like Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas. He has a like- very
1: like punchable face. He just, does and
0: He's just he, douchey. He, is he looks like a douchebag, douche and then face. his voice is very douchey. I mean, but
1: mental illness aside, he's He's a douchebag.
0: <laughs> he's a dick. So you can find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. It's one name. It's at Charnell B. Um, where can they find you?
1: They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at D underscore Light 4. And also, you can hear me every Wednesday on Unspoken Citizen Podcast.
0: You can hear her there. You can hear me every Tuesday on What About Your Friends. So tomorrow... Uh, which is me talking for like tomorrow, Tuesday. You can hear me there. Um, also, you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at What Did You Do Pod. And if you guys have a case, like, especially if it's a mental health, uh, uh, based or <laughs> foundation, uh, case, and maybe you're in your town that you don't want, that you don't want to do the research on, but you'd rather somebody else read up about it, uh, send it to us. Uh, email us at What Did You Do Pod at gmail.com. I'm more than willing to, to look into things. I have a lot of time at night when I should be sleeping, but I find better things to do, like read up on murderers. So find us there, like us on Facebook. Um, you know, find us on Apple podcast, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google play, subscribe, rate, review, five stars, all that good stuff. Tell your friends about us. Let us scratch their true crime itch too. So until next time, guys, keep your hands clean. Stay away from kittens. Stay away from dudes with pectoral implants and stuff
1: yes and see you later guys (sighs) i'm going to sleep